Alrighty, let's do this. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Chat Zion, the city of cities when it comes to YouTube chat shows. Here again with Jason and today we're going to look at uh, an audience question that has been sent to us on the back of one of our previous shows. Uh, we talked a little while ago about addiction and a lot of things, uh, different types of addictions and how to deal with it. We had a, a question from, from a viewer about pornography, which is a big issue in today's society and it's a deep issue and it's probably one that people tiptoe around a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're going to do our best to not tiptoe today. So, Jace, how bad is it and how do we deal with it? <laughs> well, first I want to say how great it is to be back and uh, I always like coming coming over and uh, speaking with you. And, you know, pornography is one of those things that is very difficult to bring up because most people don't want to talk about sex. Most people don't want to talk about anything to do with sex. And they certainly don't want to put it online. Um, but the reality is... Uh, when you're able to talk about something, it has no power over you. And a lot of men and women who are addicted to pornography don't want to talk about it because they're addicted. They don't want to, it, it creates shame. It creates feelings of in, um, inadequacy. And uh, so if you've ever been addicted, you know, generally when it's brought up, it becomes one of those conversations like, uh, yeah, no, or, I don't want to be seen talking online about it and you know pornography is is a problem it's something that yeah definitely it's it takes not just from a Christian perspective either but from a worldwide worldwide perspective um, you know if you take it back 60 years ago the introduction of Playboy was a big thing but you know um, Hugh Hefner said that it wasn't the non-Christians that were the major audience it was the pastors it was the priests, it was the church people that would walk into church, walk into the news agent, sorry, grab, grab that pornography magazine, but make sure no one was watching. You know, so even then they knew it was something that was a problem. But see, at the time, people who weren't in church weren't bothered by it. They, it wasn't a problem for them. Now it's a global academic, um, global epidemic. And you mentioned earlier, you know, um, that in school, you, all you have to do is type one thing in online, one yeah. thing, and you're going to find something that has something to do with pornography. And and today, in I, I heard a movie reviewer just say last night actually, and he was movie reviewing Mamma Mia too, and he said, in this day and age of over sexualization, it is so good to have a movie that's just family based. He said it's very hard to see something that you can go to with the family your grandparents, your family, your parents, your kids, you can all go and just enjoy it. Um, and at the same time, you know, he was also talking about another movie, um, Equalizer 2, where he said just that, that violence and, you know, and, and the fact that so many movies want to have that R rating these days, they want to, they want to go violent. Part of that is because of pornography, because we've started, we've desensitized our spirits. Yeah. It's, it's, to the point where we're so desensitized that to get that 
shock value, to get that reaction, that ooh-ah, that people want, they've got to take things to a whole new level. And you see it now, you know, and there's all of these different <coughs> over-the-top versions of everything. You know, when all of this started off, like you said, you know, it's been 60 years or however long since um, Playboy first kicked off. You know, if you compared that first ever Playboy issue that went out to the magazine content that you would get now or to the internet content or DVD content or whatever other digital media that you get now, yeah, it would be completely different and it would be so much more. Yeah, I, in, in a lot of ways, a lot of people would look at PG. And the reality is, as a Christian too, it's... I said this to someone recently. If you put the Bible on screen in the way that it's supposed to be, it would be R-rated the whole time. David getting up on top of his palace and seeing Bathsheba bathing naked from the... You know, you put that on camera, it's an <laughs> R-rated pornography. Th- that being said, we, we really need to be open, I think, to, to talking about where this happens. I mean, in Ephesus with the new, with the disciples, Ephesus was where Aphrodite had her temple, the goddess of love. The priestesses would walk around naked. That was their job. And it's been a problem all the way through. In fact, in Ephesus, Paul said, separate the men from the women. And the reason he did that is because of that. You know, you've got out there the world the women were the priestesses they were the ones who had all the power and they you know if you wanted to get your sins absolved you had to sleep with the princess the priestesses and so of course Paul said well separate them you know have them separate make it less less distinct distinguish ourselves make it distinct from the world it's and it's not anymore and that's becoming a big part of the problem and why the addiction to it is such a problem now for a lot of people because it's so easy to get addicted to something that you've got such easy access to Hmm. you know you think about illicit drugs and things like that 50 years ago 20 years ago even the access to them was so much harder to get so much more expensive to get Hmm. that there were a lot less people addicted to it and then as soon as that becomes easier cheaper you don't have to leave your house to get access to any of the pornography that's out there now well that's that's right i mean you know i i had a pornography addiction i can talk about it because you know i asked god to come into my life and heal me of that but you know the fact is it was free you could find it on your phone you could find it you know, in a magazine, if you're walking through a retail shop and just have a quick look. These days, you can't do that. They put them in a plastic bag for that reason. But you, online, people have got access to all this stuff. Child parental locks only work as far as the child is able to reset the phone. Let's be honest. Most kids know how to do things on the computers. Their parents will never be able to do it. Yeah. So keeping kids away from it doesn't really work. There needs to be conversation where you can talk about this. And one of the reasons why I know when this topic came through from a viewer, I wanted to broach it and, and not make it a side subject is because of the fact that we really don't talk about the, what it does for our wives or our girlfriends. A lot of people out there are going, you know, well, yeah, today, but, you know, what's the, what's, what's the real problem? You're going to get married eventually. 
the thing is that when you especially guys when we're wired to remember the female anatomy we are wired to remember and i know people who have been stuck in addiction every time they're with their wives now they remember not their wife in front of them but everything else they've seen and when jesus said or when, when god asked us to be pure you got to know that god understood who we were and he didn't want us comparing our future wives or our or girlfriends or our current wives or vice versa our husbands future husbands or husbands he didn't want us comparing the wife that he chose up chose for us or the husband that he chose for us with someone else and that's what we open ourselves up to every single time we access that stuff not only that but if we asked ourselves the question would we want our mother our sister our daughter our grandmother or our aunt would we would we feel comfortable watching them and if the answer is no then as a christian why are we comfortable watching someone else's mother sister aunt it's it's a big it's a big um issue and you know when you state it like that you know would you ever want to see your own family doing that your automatic your brain responds straight away going no no you wouldn't and it would be completely terrifying for your life yeah. to, to see that it would tear you up well you'd hope so but obviously there are, there are some i mean i was reading a story the other day about a mother who um was selling her daughter for sex for two years like two years old there are some people who are depraved but as a christian you ask yourself again if this is something you really struggle with one are you taking it to god the the question that i had for myself was how was my relationship with god when i was going through this you can't have a relationship with God and God expects you to treat women with respect you can't have a relationship with God and do this you can't the more that you're close to God the less you're going to do this mm. and if you're let's say on a music team if you're pastoring a church and you're having these issues you've got to ask yourself where's your relationship because that's got to affect you every single time because it affects God every single time this is in God's kingdom there's a reason the apostles walked around saying brothers and sisters in Christ you're seeing someone who's a potential sister in Christ or a potential brother in Christ every time you watch one of those videos or you look at them in a picture whether they value themselves or not are you valuing them I know some women who've said I'll gladly do it. It's a good way to make money. But what are they valuing? For themselves, their choice, they, they, they'd find them valuing themselves. But you've got to ask yourself, are you valuing that person? Because God intended that for the marriage room. And if we open this discussion up and 
Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are going to say, you know what, it's great to have, you know, that's that's Old Testament thinking, or you know, that, that grace doesn't cover, you know, grace covers all those sins. The reality is, God made you. You want to be respected. You need to respect them. Yeah, and I think that that's part of it that we need to to focus on is where does that motivation come from to be exposing ourselves to that and what is continuing to drive us to seek our, our own you know gratification in that way and if we can get to the bottom of that then we can start to figure out how to deal with that problem on a personal individual scale if you know you're someone that's been battling that has battled with that is battling with that and on a on a cultural society scale where it's becoming so much more of a problem well absolutely but the other thing to remember is it is an addiction you know it drives the the hormones into those right areas that makes us feel good so we want more of it um, much like sex is an addiction in marriage not a problem a good addiction like that is not a problem outside of marriage it's a problem and I think we also need to remember and this is obviously we're talking to Christians out there this creates a soul tie because especially for guys guys are sight oriented we see we start lusting and it can create a tie if we allow ourselves to go too far with that and we've really got to be willing to talk about this stuff be willing to not let it not stop it ask not stop us asking for help to go to someone and say hey you know what i'm struggling with this right now um because it isn't in today's day and age today's world Jesus said I don't bring condemnation he doesn't condemn us we if we go to him and say God we're really struggling with this but what he what he will do because he hates sexual sin the Bible makes that clear what he will do is he will judge us if we don't and I think part of that the, the ancient Jews knew to fear God yeah and today we struggle with that what will God do oh I'll get to heaven and I'll find out then and this morning I woke up to news that a movie reviewer I watch passed away from a stroke and I thought no one got to him No one got to him. Pornography breaks your spirit apart. Christian, non-Christian, doesn't matter. And it, it is something we need God to intercede with, but it's also something we need to say, hey, we need help. Yeah, and it's something that, you know, we've said here many times already over, this, um, over these few minutes that it's something that is... A big and, and a growing problem with with lots of people and with societies but it's that point where it's something that 
society knows is a problem. You know, and if you went, walk down the street and you asked everyone that you went past what are some of the things that are, people are addicted to, it would come up very, very quickly. But it's still something that has that overshadowing, that sense of, of shame that's related to that, more so than any other addiction, which makes it harder for people to deal with because it's harder for people to stand up and go, yeah, I've got a problem with this. You know, even though people know that it's a thing, it's still more shameful, more taboo than having an addiction to smoking or an addiction to gambling or drinking or something like that. Because it's still, even though we know that it's there, even though we know that it's a problem, people still see it on sort of a, a whole nother level of, of shamefulness about it. And that makes people more reluctant to identify with it, first of all, talk to anyone about it, and actually seek help. And without doing that, it's near impossible to change. You're right. I, like, I think the attitude that you just put is actually the Christian attitude. If you're in church, that's where we feel shame. I know a lot of people that aren't Christians that watch pornography with their spouse. And I don't think that's right. But they're not ashamed of it. To them, it's just a thing. They don't find any problems with it. And I guess in a lot of the topics that we've done, that you and Joe have done, you've got to have that, what is the Christian perspective? What is Christ saying? And when you have that relationship, that's what brings shame. Because without that relationship, you know, you're not going to feel shame. Because the devil doesn't, he doesn't care. He's encouraging it. Yeah, and he's not going to allow you to feel that that shame because he doesn't want that to turn into a reaction to it. That's right. You know, the devil's not going to sit there and go, well, you know, you feel bad about yourself for watching that because that opens the opportunity for you to see something that you don't like in yourself with that mm. and then to want to change about it. If you're living in that secrecy of it, you know, you're not opening up to it. You're just hiding from what is your own reality with this addiction. You're not going to be able to step out against it. And that, you know, that stigma that is placed on pornography makes it really, really hard for people to do that. And again, I think, again, this is a church problem because outside the church, it's not a problem. You can say, hey, I've been watching some porn and they'll laugh and they'll put it in the church concept and suddenly people judge you. And that's what they feel. They feel like if we open up and say, hey, we've had, especially men, we open up and say, hey, we've had this problem. And getting so, men to open up in the first place about anything. <laughs> Obviously, you know, you get it. Yeah, that's right. But if you say, hey, I've had this problem. I have a problem looking at naked women. Outside the church, he's like, well, that's not a problem. Inside the church, suddenly the fear becomes you're going to be judged. You're going to be criticized. You're going to be ostracized, maybe. You're going to be have to step down from several departments because, you know, you may look at the girl the wrong way. And we really need to, as a church, I think, as a bunch of believers, accept that we make mistakes and that God forgives us. We need to forgive each other. And I think, you know, obviously this is a long topic and it's not going to be covered in one or two sessions, but 
what we do know is that we've got to put Christ first. Yeah. Um, but we've also got to be willing to hear this. We've got to be willing to not judge, not criticize, that we each make mistakes, we each have flaws, and we need to be able to go to that person, go to people within our church and say, people we can trust, and say, hey, you know what? I, I don't want you to judge me for this, but this is what I'm going through. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's something that, even as we sort of sat around talking about releasing this, um, this episode, and you know, as I spoke to other people about having this as, as a topic, people sort of sat back and went, ooh, you know, that's, that's gonna be hard. You know, it's controversial, it's gonna be putting people on the spot with, with certain things that they have for themselves, and you've gotta just understand that that's worth it. You know, people have got to understand, and people who are fighting against these addictions have got to understand that it's something that they need to be comfortable enough with the people around them to step outside of that shamefulness, step outside of that secrecy and ask for help. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah, I, I think, and, and, and I'll make, I, I, I mean, we're, we're being told we've got to wrap this up and we do. But I'll just say this, if you are struggling with pornography and you're in the church, and you feel like you don't be, cannot be talked to anyone within that church, I would suggest going and talk to your pastor and saying, hey, you know what, this is something I'm struggling with, but I haven't been able to bring it to you because I feel like I'm going to be judged by people. That's what your pastor's there for. And, uh, but obviously, also take it to God. If we're struggling with things, at the very least, we need to take it to God. I'd also, if it is... You know, sometimes maybe, sometimes we need to talk about these things in a, in a place that's safe, secure. So counseling or psychiatry, whatever that case is, um, there is a big time we need to talk this stuff out. But the first, the first thing always, you need to talk it out. You need to take that power away. Definitely. Alrighty. Hitting a, a deeper level today on, on Chad Zion, and hopefully it has been helpful. The point of us doing it was really we wanted to make it something that, that would help people out there who are struggling with this. So yeah. please, um, as always, comment, like us, share us. Any uh, questions and comments that you've got for us, email them through chatzionmail at gmail.com. And uh, until next time, God bless. God bless.